Hey guys, it's your boy Ray Nall with another week of Monday Madness. I'm so glad that you guys are listening. So I need help right now. I need you to do three things for me. The first thing I need you to do is subscribe to my podcast. Click subscribe right now. And then the second thing I need you to do is rate the podcast. Tell me what you think about it. Give me some stars. Give me some pointers. I want to know what you really feel about this podcast. And the last thing I need you to do is share it with everyone you know. Your aunties, your brothers, your daddies, your mamas, uh, cousins, uh, ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends, haters, naysayers. Share with everybody you know i want to get the word out that your boy ray nod has a podcast called monday madness if you do those three things it will help me so much and i just love you and appreciate you keep listening this podcast is about to get started Hey guys, well it's another week of Monday Madness and this week we're going to do something a little different. Normally I would talk and give like a spill on how I feel about something, but instead I have four of my friends here just to talk and we're going to answer some questions just about life. Um, We have all chosen a question and um, we're going to read it and um, we're just going to have a good conversation. I have my friend Colby here with me, I have my friends James, I have my friend Nehemiah, he's back again guys, wow ain't that crazy? And also I have Matt, he's one of my also great, he's also another one of my great friends. So glad to have these guys on. I like to call this episode Five Guys, everybody say hello. Hey, what's up? what's up? Hello. All right, so you guys got to be loud because, you know, we only have one mic, five guys, one mic. I don't know. That's a good joke. I don't know if that's a good joke. Let me just stop right there. All right, so I don't know who wants to start with their question. Uh, anybody want to start with their question that they have? Anybody? Nobody want to start? James, start. Yeah, I'll go ahead and start. So this is kind of a good question to start with because the question is, why is brotherhood important? And seeing as we kind of consider ourselves all uh, brothers and Kind of have built this community of a brotherhood over the past year and so um, the question is why is brotherhood important and there's a lot of reasons um, that would make brotherhood important i think it's there's the obvious ones of just everyone is in need of community in one way shape or form um, but i think there's something special that happens when you and um, a couple other guys have a have a, a friendship that's um, deeper than just the surface level, and so when you can consider somebody a brother and consider it to be a brotherhood, um, I think something special takes place. And over the past year, we've seen that um, just as we've been hanging out, been able to have deeper conversations. Ooh, conflict, arguments. Conflict, arguments. Almost dragged Kobe. I did. Almost I almost dragged, dragged Renault, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we almost fought. <laughs> but thank, thank God I didn't have to whoop his, you know, hallelujah. Same here. Same here. Because <laughs> I'm from Atlanta, 404. And I'm just south, baby. <laughs> but, so... But yeah, brotherhood is so important. I mean, it makes life better um, in just about every way, especially when uh, you get to do life together. And um, I've gotten to live with these guys in the same house for the past uh, year. And so that's brought um, a lot of joy and also, you know, some conflict here and there as well. But um, it's made us better in the long run. And so I don't know what you guys want to say about this topic of brotherhood. Um, I agree with everything you said. I think that's, I think that in my life I've learned that like in many seasons, that I've always had a good community around me, and I think that's the thing that's probably kept me focused on track. Yeah, just the camaraderie aspect that we've been able to build here together, us five guys, and being able to not only do life together, but um, see one another grow in aspects that, that we had not seen initially in our friendship, and it's just been a really incredible journey with these, these guys. 
I think too, like we're created to be in community. Like like people thrive better when they have people that they know are in their corner um, and that want what's best for them. Um, life's life's difficult, but it's even it's a lot harder when you're alone. So if there's something powerful about knowing you got a group of guys that are with you and for you and going to walk with you no matter where you're going. Yeah. I think a big piece of it too, um, the difference you might be wondering between just friendship and brotherhood, uh, going back to, we talked about conflict just a minute ago, we were joking about it a little bit, but I think that's part of the biggest difference. If you have a brother, you know that you go through a lot of conflict with your brother, um, but there's something deeper that connects you and that's that you guys are related by blood. Um, and while we're not obviously related by blood, I think we have that deeper connection to where we can go through conflict and we can know that we can, you know, go through anything but still be able to have go to bat for one another in the long run. So, And I also think that, I don't know, you can't see us obviously, but um, when people come from like different cultures, different backgrounds, it is not always the easiest thing to mm-hmm. like coincide and become like brothers because we all have different aspects, like we all come from different families, mm-hmm. different churches, like it's... It's crazy. So, like, sometimes the things that you may have been brought up and taught, somebody else not, might not have been taught that same thing. So, you really have to make an effort to do community. It's not and be a brother. Like, it's not just something that is always easy. I'm like, oh, yeah, you can be a brother. But, Neil, what's your question? Um, so, my question is, has social media made dating hard? Um, and as somebody who's dating right now, I think I have a little insight on that. And a few other people might be able to have some insight. Um, there's so much that I could talk about, but I'm going to keep it short. First, I think social media makes dating hard because, um, simply because people only post, um, the good lovey-dovey stuff and really don't really expound on, on the hardships of a relationship. And then people can get caught up in that and, and, and not really understand the whole dynamic of a real relationship and what it actually takes to have a successful relationship. My other thing that I think makes it hard is um, the unrealistic expectations that that social media brings is when you see and it connects to the first thing when you see all the lovey-dovey things you think that that's that's how I want my relationship to be and that's how a man or woman should treat me at all times uh, without understanding all the aspects and the um, and the things that come with being in a true relationship and then another thing that I thought about was uh, it it makes you compare yeah. um, when you're in a relationship. Comparison can be a real issue when you and your uh, partner are together and you're on the internet all the time and you're seeing other people in relationships um, do certain things, act a certain way, um, project certain things that they want everyone to see. It can, you can fall into a, a mindset of comparison, which will ultimately affect your relationship you know, interpersonally. And it, it just, it's just not good for um, the whole dynamic of being in a, in a, in a relationship. So that's kind of my thoughts of how social media might affect. Yeah, I'd say the biggest, the biggest thing I'd add on to that, kind of like what Neo just said, just a little bit different wording, is that I think social media causes people to be in love with the idea of a relationship a lot of times more than the actual person. And so when you see all these other people posting about their relationship or or you're in a relationship yourself and you're posting about it, a lot of times you're so focused on the idea of your relationship and you're trying to stress the fact that, yeah, I'm with this person and look what they did for me for Valentine's Day or look what this is happening. And sometimes you can become so concerned about the idea of the relationship itself and you forget who the actual person is and you're not really focusing on one another as much as you are just the idea of being in that relationship. I love exactly what those two guys just said and 
for me, a good summarization is the grass is not always greener on the other side. If you've got a good woman, if you've got um, somebody who's going to be there for you, support you no matter what, it doesn't matter what you see on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn even. Um, <laughs> Oh, wow. You're dating on LinkedIn? Like, some, yeah, I know some people. LinkedIn loves on LinkedIn. The grass is not always greener on the other side. I like that. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to water your own grass. There you go. Come on, water your own grass. I think that uh, I was telling Neil this in the car last night, that when you're dating, you have to constantly choose that person. And I think sometimes with social media, mm. uh, it's just so many options. So, like, you might have already chose your person, but it might mean, like, if I, have I chose the right thing? So, I think that, like, goes back to comparison. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, like, why social media has made dating hard is because you're always comparing, like, a picture. You compare a picture to a reality, and that's, like, oh, yeah. two totally different things. Like, on Instagram, I look great. I look like I'm fit. I look like I don't have man titties. <laughs> but in real life, if you see me without my shirt at the pool, <laughs> I got some flab. I got some rolls. Hello. But Instagram is not the reality, so yeah. Gotcha. I just told my business. But I do go to LA Fitness and I have lost eight pounds. <laughs> Come hey. on! All right, let's go. All right. All right, uh, who wants to go next? Uh, Matt, you want to go next? Yeah. So my question is if you could start over, what age would you go back to? Um, and that's a fun question because uh, you could either go back and think what ages were really fun, and you could, or you could go back and look at choices you made then that could have impacted you now. Um, if I could go back, I'd probably go back to uh, probably 18 or 19, right when I was getting into college. Um, it's easy to look back and think, man, if I would have been a little bit more driven, if I would have been a little bit more focused, I could have been farther along. I could have been better prepared for what came next. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, I'm happy with where I am, and, and I feel like a lot of us are too. I just feel like it's, it's, it's easy to have hindsight and think, oh, I wish I would have done better. But if you think about it in the big picture um, – a lot of the great things in your life wouldn't be the way they were if you went back. Um, but if it, for, if it were for me, it probably would be uh, right as I had, had ended up going into college. Um, I think I focused way too much on work and not as much on the college experience, um, yeah. which is something I regret. What about you guys? If you could go back to any age, where would you go? Anybody like preschool, middle school? Everybody loves middle school, right? Sure, oh. sure. Yeah. I, I would go back to freshman year high school. I feel like high school was the season where – uh, I kind of lost myself just like in like growing up. So I would say high school, I think that I probably um, would have chose uh, a lot of different things that I wouldn't want to go into details because, but I would have changed probably a lot. Like I, high school, I feel like you kind of like branch out and you're like, whoo, there's so many things like in the world that things are offering to you. But I think that if I go back, I would go back to high school. I'd have to say the same thing. There's so many things that um, we do when we're in high school. It's so stupid. Stupid! At the same time, being kids, you got to, to grow, you have to make some mistakes along the way. And if not for those dumb mistakes that some of us made in high school, I mean, you know, we could always make a picture-perfect future. The only thing we could do now is build off of our own mistakes, so. James, anything? Yeah, I don't. I don't really have no regrets. I mean, I have regrets, but I don't really think too much about times where I wish I could go back and change. Um, you know, I try to just stay present. And I know you guys aren't saying that you're not trying to stay present, but um, I just try not to get too caught up in things that I could change because there's too much that I'd want to go back and change. 
All right, preacher. Neil? I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of agree with James. I don't really have a specific. I'm thankful for the things that I went through. I didn't think I would have to go through the things that. They got it all put together. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Just, yeah. Just I know. Me and James. They got composure. <laughs> composure. Yeah, they got composure. <laughs> That's a good word. Good word. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I just, um, I, I'm thankful for the things I went through. Thankfully, thank to God, I haven't went through anything tragic. Where I'm like, man, I wish that would have just never happened. Because all things that I went through have taught me a lesson. And um, yeah, and I'm very appreciative of it. So yeah, that's a hard one for me. All right, well, that's good. Uh, who else has? Oh, Kobe, what's your question? All right, Monday Madness. My question is what are the most important characteristics of being a good man? And I don't know why in the world I was stuck with this question. By no means am I the best man sitting at this table. But I will say this. After God, he is. Oh, whatever. Whatever. I'm just being nice. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't know. Kobe's yeah. yeah. a great guy. I love yeah. him. I do my best. But uh, I'd like for all of us to go around the table and say at least one characteristic that we find uh, as something that's essential to being a good man. Uh, from my perspective... I think that the measure of a man is found in not only what he does with power, but what he would do if he knew he would never get caught, if that makes sense. Okay. So the measure of a man, when he has power, authority, um, and the measure of a man is also found within what he would do if he knew he would never get caught. I think that's a question that we could all ponder pretty seriously at this table, and whoever's listening to. Yeah, if I had to say one characteristic that comes to mind, um, I'd probably say humility, um, which is something that I need to work on more. But I think one of the biggest flaws that men deal with is pride. And so if I was to think of the opposite of that, it would probably be humility. Um, and I think a lot of times it takes actually the strongest man to become humble and to put others first. And so that's one characteristic. That's good. I like that. I like for me, um, I think a great quality for a, a man to have um, that makes him a man is to actually face his um, emotions and vulnerabilities mm -hmm. because we live in a culture where, me, where men are supposed to be strong and, and tough and emotionless and, and, and that's, just, that's just not the case um, because we are human beings, we have emotions and we need to express learn how to express those emotions and that's the issue we never we don't really get taught how to express those and how to wrestle with those so i think a man who's willing to to wrestle with those and a man who's willing to face those um it, it, it that type of man gains my respect because um, at some point in life you're going to have to come to that to that to that fence and and deal with it um it just depends on when you decide to uh, either sooner or later, it's gonna it's gonna come. So that's that's one of mine. That's what I think is important. Mm -hmm. I think for me, um, the true measure of a man is his integrity. And yeah. um, like it says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Um, uh, when people know that if you give your word, that you're gonna do that, you're gonna follow through. Um, um, and again, some, similar to what Colby said, uh, a man's integrity when things get hard. Um, are you consistent? Are you are you steadfast? Are you strong? Um, because we live in a world where a lot of people aren't 
we live in a we live in a world where people give their word, but it doesn't really mean anything anymore. Oh. Um, and I, I believe the true measure of a man is if I tell you I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Um, I might not always succeed, um, uh, but you know that I'm going to give you the best I have. I, I think that's the truest measure of uh, of what it means to be a man. Yeah, I would say everything that everybody said at this table, and um, this might sound like a, like a like a Sunday school answer, but I would say. True, uh, like a good characteristic of a man is like his faith, mm-hmm. and I think that as men, sometimes like we're always like trying to figure it out, like because like we're like we're told like we're taught like you put like as a man like you have to lead, you have to know, and I think that as a man, when a man learns to really trust in God, like that's the greatest characteristic, because you can't fail with God, mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter how far you go, like you can't fail. If you put your trust in God. So I think that my other one would have been integrity, like everybody else has said. But um, trust in God has literally been the thing that every great man that I know, I've seen trust in God. So, yeah. So we're down to our last question. And um, the question is, what is your biggest regret? Regret. Um, I know probably everybody won't answer this. But um, I would say my biggest regret would probably be, uh, I think that in the past, I've dated, and uh, I think that I wasted a lot of time uh, because I didn't really know, and I don't know, We would, this is in previous episodes, but uh, I didn't really know what love was, and I think that now that I am getting older, I realize that uh, if I would have really uh, loved myself, I probably would probably be like, uh, maybe even like in a deep relationship by now, but... I don't think that I really knew what love was till probably recently, and uh, I think that that's probably my biggest regret at this at this stage in my life, because I feel like um, after this, after we graduate in May, uh, life is gonna start, and you know I don't want to do life alone. Um, I have God, but you know, I you know, Amen. I need something something else too, Amen. amen. But uh, yeah, that's my biggest regret. Anybody else want to share on that? Biggest regret? No. No. We're all good. I've got plenty of regrets. We don't have enough time to go through all of them. So. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, if 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 I needed to to share a little bit, would be the times where I let my doubt and insecurities and myself get in the way of doing something great. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. There's been a lot of times looking back where I thought, man, if I just had a little bit more courage, I could have done something really awesome. Um, but I let. I let my negative self-image get in the way of, uh, of what I'm trying to do and who I'm trying to be. Um, and looking back, that, that, that's something that can really frustrate me. But, so yeah. Well, guys, I thank you guys for being on my podcast. And um, I'm so grateful that God has connected me with all these guys, um, from Colby to James to Nehemiah to Matt. Um, God has really, uh, and this is not a like, you know, spiritual thing, but like, I'm just grateful that God put them in my life. Like, uh, I've learned that you cannot do life alone. Like, if you try to do life alone, you will fail every single time. And I'm just grateful that I've got to meet them, and um, I pray that this friendship continues. And uh, any final thoughts? No? Well, thanks, Rinald, for having us. Yeah. It was a great time. And uh, make sure you go check out Monday Madness. I'm going to be there listening. So uh, <laughs> you got to like and subscribe, man. That's right. That's right. Like and subscribe. So thanks, y'all, for listening. It's Monday Madness. Keep listening. This was.